Some people think you're arrogant that she said, Don't drunk me. I said, Oh, you're real quiet. You're not saying anything, man. The hot said, You'll be not drunk with wine. But be filled with the Spirit. So, true humbleness is I take my instructions from God. I obey God. Amen. So, I'm first of all under submission unto God. I listen to God. Everybody here will say, Amen. But in our study in James, what happens is different. That we must not look down on people. Don't speak evil about people. We, 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 we read about cleansing your hands and purifying your heart. A schoonheart. Waar het begint, ne? Dat jy vermeerderd is. Dat you are a humble person. Die hart is schoon. You don't think evil of people. You don't judge people. Remember in James it says also don't judge. It says also don't speak about people. Don't speak evil. Hallelujah. Because the moment you do that, you think you're better than others. And that is a hard lesson. <laughs> it's a tough lesson. But if we go back, let's go back to the book of James. And then this evening, we can pick up, uh, well, just to remind us, our Lord and Savior, even though He was Son of God, Yet he humbled himself, the Bible says. Made himself of what? No reputation. And became a servant. Became obedient, sorry. A servant and obedient even unto death. The death of a criminal. Amen. So when you worry as men see your name, Srechmak. Jesus said they do that. Isn't that true? Don't worry. Thanks for the words. I'll lichle van you. Sele vatsen lille verdamme van you. Don't worry. God keeps the score. Amen. And so, twice um, it said there, submit yourselves unto God in verse 7. Okay. Okay, let's first see the first place where we found the word humble in verse 6. He giveth more grace, wherefore he said, God resisteth it, but giveth grace unto the humble. And humbleness immediately means what? Submit. Submit yourselves where therefore to? To God, not to people, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And then we also found out that it says, uh, you must humble yourself. God doesn't force you to submit to him. That's why Christians' lives get into a mess, because God don't force you. Here come clap you there, I'll and say, hey, you must for that. God don't force you to humble God don't force nobody, that's why he has empty chairs here. God doesn't force nobody to serve him. God doesn't force nobody to obey him. It's something people must do on their own. They have to do it on their own. So, uh, I can tell you what to do. We can be examples to one another. But you must not choose. Amen. Okay, then... Uh, Jesus submitted himself and we said that then God highly exalted him and gave him a name, amen, above every name. So what do we want to do tonight is the rewards of humbleness. And uh, it says there immediately in verse 6 in James 4, that the rewards of humbleness, it says he giveth more grace 
Halleluja. Dat is goed genade van hulle wat hulle self is. Onder God verlede. Die midden sê, die give us more grace. Halleluja. And that word grace, we studied it once upon a time and and it will be good to understand when he says he giveth more grace. Alles leer en daar die woord daar reeds, that he wards of the humble. Amen? He giveth more grace. So what does, what falls under grace? That same word grace means you are accepted by God. You're acceptable. In other words, God recognizes you. God uh, is, is pleased with you. And then the second thing there, the word grace means benefit. More grace means you can start getting benefits from God. The benefits will start. Hallelujah. Amen. And then I said earlier on favor. That's thirty. You start having favor from men and God. People start favoring you. Sometimes you don't know people just come and just put money in your hands. Amen? Because, you, why? When God favors you, the people is going to favor you also. God makes people want to bless you. I told you the other Sunday, we uh, went out with some friends. They asked us to come and sit with them there at the restaurant. And somebody just came and just put some money in my hands. He knew me, said, Pastor Craig, I said, I can't be over hands. But as you can tell, you know, I said, by a man's Sometimes you don't know. Some people, how was in your healing line or the altar call. And I had prayed that morning, and for some, so I had prayed that morning and said, Lord, we remember we prayed and said, Lord, we need seed. I said, some of us need seed. I said, Lord, I need seat. And so I had my first seat. <laughs> Yesterday I had my second seat. Amen. I created my second seat, now I have been in Canada. The Yerachiel Sad is not so Why? Because we're learning to humble ourselves again. So you get favor, amen? You, you, you get favor. This is the rewards I'm saying, speaking about of, of receiving more grace. And then gifts. You get start getting gifts. You know. People just start sending you things. Let's pay your birthdays. I don't know if you can pay your birthdays. Just speaking. Amen. <laughs> so it's just start being gifted. People start giving you gifts. Now, now listen, but God, it's more than just things. Spiritual gifts start flowing in your life. Right? Suddenly you get spiritual dreams, word of knowledge. Maybe God starts gifting you with laying hands on the sick. Amen. Some of you get a prophetical gift. You start seeing things. So, you know, when you humble yourself, that means I'm constantly under God. I'm constantly submitting, submitting to God. Uh, make it a practice every morning. So, here I just, I submit myself to you. I'm committing myself to you today. Mm-hmm. Use me for your glory. I've been praying recently and said, Lord, 
I co-work or no co-work. You all don't know where Living Wood is going to, but I will work as much as I can and how far we can go. But if you need to send me anywhere else, I'm ready to go. Still, man, it can't. That's what we're quite fast for this. And then, this is a big one. I said, Lord, I'm ready to go because I've got to be submitted. I must allow God to also say, okay, it's your God, I can't know. <laughs> so, also then, the word for humbleness also uh, uh, is, is the sign for grace on it. It means joy. <coughs> Isn't it wonderful? A submitted person is full of joy. It's not supposed to be a difficult thing to submit to God. Uh, and, and I understand what it means, joy. When you're under the care of God, this bumpiness, that's my magic phrase. Because God is my caretaker. God is my keeper. I'm committed to God. I'm, my life is in His hands. I'm His servant. Amen. Amen. He lets me know when I will die, and He knows what's going on in my life. And that's a place of rest. Mm. That's a place of joy. Hallelujah. Then the next word there under grace is liberality. Liberality has two ways. God is liberal. God just opens his hand to you concerning anything. Hallelujah. Alles wat jy wil hee, alles wat jy voel gloe, dit kom net, die Heere maak sy hand op. Ander goed, jy het nie eens gevraag, die Heere gee jou man nog thanks. God is liberal with you. But the second part of liberality is, jy leer om vrijmoedig te wees. A person under grace is not scared to tithe, is not scared to give other people blessings. Amen, it's not scared to love because you're free, you're liberated. Hallelujah. And then, another word under grace is pleasure. Receive. The pleasure of God is upon you. You are God's pleasure. Here I break your fur. Say, do this. Why? Because you are submitted to Him. Here I say, well, I get the things that I want to give you as we get the things. And God will just take you and say, go pray for that person in the coffin. Ah, maak jy dat die doe is opstaan. And God gets the praise and the glory. Because you are His pleasure. Remember, a person under grace, a person that's humble, will never take God's glory. Will never steal the, the, the praise and glory of God. Amen. Because you realize, it's not ek nie, it's God. You will never, never, ever get a big head. Because the big head is pride. They suddenly fall right on yourself. So, so you God's pleasure. The elephant will in you. When you sing and praise the Lord, you, you, God's presence just comes because God has pleasure in you. Hallelujah. Amen. And then also, your life is full of pleasure. Now, pleasure is different. God makes you enjoy your children, enjoy your grandchildren, enjoy your car you bought. God 
will make you enjoy even your business because you find pleasure in life. That's a placer in the liver. There's something beautiful about being humble also and under the grace of God. You will appreciate a bird singing. Suddenly you find pleasure. Life becomes good. And eat in your feet, but I say, my defect, because we will link up my donkey. Thank you, Lord, that's for your letter. You find pleasure in the simplest things in life. Life is not awkward anymore, if you stand that say. Now, I didn't say there won't be disappointments. People might disappoint you. Partners might disappoint you. And might. This looks for you. When you had a partner, God, your father, that folds you up. In fact, the iman that you will lose or gun of your house will see about they will wonder who is yes, who plus And then they say, Yeah, so now is Jesus. You suddenly bang and say, Gun, fat your check is fucking gun, my head is alright. And they want because you've got pleasure in God, you find pleasure in simplicity. And, and I know, and I spend a lot of time in the felt. I enjoy the felt. Amen. You enjoy the simple things of life. You start finding, listen to this, you start finding the beauty in people. You find the beauty and, and the strength and the loveliness in people. I'm of the young. That's what I mean. You know why? Because you start seeing things the way God sees it. Let God. He loves his people. Why? When somebody loves you, they don't look for your weaknesses and your sins and things in your life. Is it even If it proceeds in life, suddenly you appreciate your brothers and sisters in the Lord. You find pleasure in them. Hallelujah. You're so glad you've got them. And then the second last one is thankworthiness. Dumbbarded. When you're a person who has the fullness of God's grace, you're a grateful person. He's dankbar. He's dankbar for the year. He's dankbar for your school, the others and stuff. He's dankbar for others. He's dankbar. You're a grateful person. And, you, and where do you express this thankfulness? To God. They dank the year the year, da. As you're real for Oh, after the hour, I used to use it, I'll talk here for the real. You said it. You still say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the rain. We need the rain. Amen. As you start to walk, you say, Money, what is the deepest time? You've been a voice worker, singing, no singing, no And the last one is, is, is usually the main, most important one. If for those of you that study grace with us, it means the divine influence upon the heart. That is the Heilige Geest. It's bezig in your life and the face eight. The Holy Spirit is busy in your life. He leads you. He strengthens you. He gives you wisdom. The fullness of the Heilige Geest is up your heart. And 
say that again. The fullness of the Holy Spirit is on you. He leads you. Amen? He strengthens you. If, if anything happens in your life, you need to clear your and the Holy Spirit on your heart. It says it's a divine influence. Amen? And it shows up. Now, the divine influence is not only about Him coming to help and strengthen you. He will influence you to start business. He will influence you to give. He will influence you to do things that's going to benefit you. Amen? And it will show out. That's our eight place. Hallelujah! That's what it says there. It will shine. You'll be shining with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm grateful to God. I had no grief for my mother. Because it was not necessary. Amen. A week before my mother died, or a few days, not a week, say like five, four days, the Monday I, morning I had a dream. And the dream, cut the long story short, the dream, uh, we knew my mother was in hospital. We were all believing that my mother must be healed. We sent out prayer requests and we believed putting our faith out there. Amen? And uh, so we believe the Lord for healing. But the Monday, I dreamt and I was walking with two people that were in the military. One was my cousin and the other one was a friend of mine. This friend of mine used to always protect me. As a player, as an able of a clay, he made a strap As I out there for me, he used to call me Craig. Craig, stay one segment. He take you. The play for me. So I never ever ended up in a fight. And they fight out and they fight for me. <laughs> I suppose God knew in every particular like I said, I always had an awful strap. I said, no. Awful is something, Pakslaf is here. Goeie Pakslaf. Never know what was going to happen. But anyway, both my cousin and him are, are late. But I was walking with him in this dream and I left him at a certain place. And I said, I'm on my way home now. Then I went home. And in coming up my street, I I saw all the cars. And I saw people coming in the passes. And I thought because my mother's birthday hadn't been recent, they don't They bring me. I didn't know what was in the passes. But in the yard I found my mother. And I came my mom, we had issues because my mother left the house, not in a very nice way. We had issues. I had issues with my mother. And we were taken in for the declaration from the family and had that the issue was really between me and my mother also at the end of the day. Well, I got to my mother. I said, oh, I'm the hero says me to it. Because as I was walking up, I was telling myself, oh, when is my mother's late on my sister? When I said that, I meant, you know, go home to be with the Lord. When I found her in the yard, I thought, ah, she's not he. And I hugged her, and we both had tears in our eyes. And when I looked again, I was like a child in her arms looking up into her face. And I woke up almost weeping, tears in my eyes. Compassion of, of God and my mother's love was upon me. So, in the week, by the time we got the news of my mom's death during the week, there was nothing. There was no grief, nothing. Tot vandaag. Because it was all sorted out ahead of time. And why? Because of the divine influence of the Holy Spirit on your life. 
I'm saying, when you're a humble person, God always does his best to steer you away. He's always with a humble. Now, don't say I'm humble. I try to do the right thing. And you don't always get it right the first time. I want to four many work with four tables work. Four nonsense. <laughs> That's why we must pray every day. So come and come right. But the divine influence of the Holy Spirit on your life is, is the biggest blessing you can have concerning all the rewards. I said it's the biggest blessing you can have concerning all the rewards of a humble person. Amen. And then if we go to Matthew 5, we're almost finished. Matthew 5, we all know this. Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. first one is usually the one that we use as being humble. Amen? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Poor in spirit in many cases is interpreted to for many students of the word also uh, as being humble. Poor in spirit means what? I recognize I need help. I recognize I need God. And we must live that way every day. If you want to have the power of the kingdom in your life or the kingdom of God to back you up, you've got to live every day with a sense, I need you, Lord. I need you. That's a humble person. I need you, Lord. So it says, blessed are the poor spirit for this is the kingdom of heaven. Alles wat die koning krijg van God het, behoort aan jou. Hallelujah. I said, all that you need belongs to you. Because you are submitting to the kingdom, you know that I need God. Amen? Yes, we know the poor in spirit also means you're not yet saved. That's also one interpretation. But to stay humble, you need to recognize I need God every day. That's why it says what? In Proverbs 3. Consider the Lord in all your ways and he will direct your path. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's finish with the, the one also a reward which helps you in your authority as a believer. The centurion sent his servants to Jesus in Matthew 8 and said, Come, because my servant is sick. Amen. And Jesus, he said, come and lay your hands, for my servant is sick. And Jesus turned around and went. And on the way, the centurion sent a message, message and said, I am not worthy to come, for you to come under my roof. No? Because, and then he gave these words, if we go to verse 9. Well, let's read 8 and 9. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. And then he says in verse 9, For I am a man under authority, 
In other words, I'm under submission also under somebody. I'm also humbled. I'm obedient under somebody. He said, if I'm a man under authority, I have soldiers under me. So two things. He says, I'm under authority and then I also have people under me. I've got soldiers under me. Amen? And I say to this man, go and he goeth, and to another, come and he cometh, and to my servant, do this and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them, that for very I sent you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I said to you that many shall come. Now notice Jesus commended his faith. Amen. Commended his faith. Why? Because he understood submission. He understood what? Humbleness. He understood what's it to be a servant and he understood what's it to be in charge. He understood both things. Amen. So it's Jesus commended his faith and says, uh, I've not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. They shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said, Go, your servant is healed now. Go that way. Thou hast believed, so be done unto thee. Now, if we refer back to James 4, why did we read there first in James 4? Go back there quickly and we will round up this teaching of rewards quickly. James 4, number 6 again. Submit yourselves, uh, but he giveth more grace, wherefore he said, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves. See, here comes submission. It's automatic. If you're a humble person, you submit it. You submit. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Now, now watch this. What's the next thing? Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. With humbleness, Let's put it in order then. With humbleness of being submitted, you recognize the authority given to you. So submit to that authority. In other words, are we all under Jesus? Yes. Now, you must be properly under Jesus. <laughs> but what does that mean? All the stuff we were teaching over the last few weeks. Being a servant, and, and, and uh, being obedient. Amen? Why? When, when I obey, then I'm a servant, you know, and I'm doing the things that God wants me. So it's all of the year that means that I'm in line with the authority and power of God. It's time to let it. And being in line with the power and authority of God because I'm submitted to the Lord. So others, what they may say, do it. As I say, did he tell us to cast out the devils? Yes, did he say lay hands on the sick? Yes. The sick will recover. Amen. I mean, uh, in, uh, Mary even knew the first miracle. She told the people there, she said that the wedding, whatever he tells you, do it. And this is why he lets you for none to so fruit and, and he would more ever start. I need to understand it better, you need to understand it. Is this a humble person? Because he's so submitted. He doesn't question his master's instructions. 
That's why it's called great faith. Verstaan wat sê? Die meester het gesê, ek moet die doen. So ek gaan het nou doen. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> ek weet nie hoe gaan, wat gaan gebeur, maar ek gaan het doen wat die meester gesê ek moet doen. And that's great faith. Because he said to Jesus, the centurion, he said, ah, just speak a word. Steer met a word, but ek verstaan, gesag. And other words, he said to Jesus, you are God. When you speak against sickness, it goes. Because you've got power. You're under God and you've got power from God. And when you say something, it listens. So he was telling Jesus, our Lord, I understand it because I've got soldiers under me too. I'm under authority. When my bosses tell me to do something, then what do I do? I can do the net. And I've got soldiers under me also. I tell them what to do. I tell them what to do. And he goes, and I tell them, come, come. And listen to it and do not what they say. So a humble person is like this. Whatever the master says, he does it. And that's why he's got great faith. If the Bible says you are healed by the stripes of Jesus, the master said, I'm healed. She vraagt nie of klomp vraag nie. She weet net wel, dat is ek gezond. And that's what makes humbleness so powerful. Mense wat verbeterd is, sy kon nie lang nie. They have problems. But their lives and circumstances is, is not dependent on the circumstances. <laughs> it's dependent on what did the master say? As, as the doctor says you're cancer, then say you well, whose report shall I believe? The master said I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. So I submit to what the master said. I am healed. The more I submit, that means that be in your faith. Understand what I say? It undervraged me the most of me. And when he sends me to do something, I don't question him. As I feel that the Yerma has said that I must speak to my neighbors, I don't question him. I just go and say, my neighbor, God sent me to tell you you need to get saved or whatever. But whatever the master said, I just go and do it. I just do it. That's submission, that's humbleness, and that's why Jesus said, this guy's got great faith. Hey, nog nie poos gehad en nog het geweet as ek iets gesê het, dat sal het so is. When I say something, that's and it's done. Jesus said, I've never even, this is a, a Roman, Italian, he's not even a Jew. My verstaan, geloof. So what we say at the end of the day for tonight is also this. If you really submitted and you're really humble, then you also have faith. Your faith will be equal to your humbleness. The more I'm submitted, the bigger my faith. The stronger my faith. The more I'm submitted, the stronger my faith. For instance, you don't need to get big instructions. And the angel says, So spread the error, error. You're getting instructions in your own time every day. Isn't that true? 
If there's something wrong in your life, the Lord tells you, do this, do that. There's some things that Dr. Mary ever had taken me that time to do. The instructions of the Lord to me was very simple. said, you keep your mouth shut according to the situation and look on me. So I started keeping my mouth shut on certain things and I just started looking on the Lord. And I told the Lord, I can't handle this, I don't know how to do it. And guess what? I've got peace. Hallelujah. You follow my letter instruction. Just do what the Lord told you to do. Amen. And, and you will get instructions that's, that's different. And you must obey. Now listen to me. When I obey and do it, it means my humbleness is a real humbleness. Just speak if I say I'm humble. My goodness to friend, as you said, pray with your pint of pride with you and say for the right. Now then you need to look in the mirror and yourself be different. Place the dealer in your phone as you hear it. Mark the prayer. Do it, fix it. And if it means there's people you need to talk to to, to fix it, then do it. The rest as not severe, the rest, the rest of the doom, that's it. I followed your instructions. I did what I had to believe was right. That's it. And as by the way, you don't need the voice of God, isn't it? Right? Mm. It's in the Bible. They will tell you what we need to do. I mean, the first place of really getting instructions is the Bible. Mm. And a humble person looks at the words of God and says, I better do what God says. And the Lord has said, now that was also yes, the Bible, and the Bible, yes, we all work. The Bible, yes, your foot work, isn't it? Right? I say, oh, I was about Jesus. As you would say, oh, dear, you would care from here, you would hear it, Mark, I must fix that, I must sort that out. And humbleness means that, as we finish, that if I would do these things, my life would go forward. Then I would go forward. Otherwise, you can sit in services like this, sit and listen to good teachings and still go nowhere because I refuse to obey. And it's difficult to obey some things, isn't it right? But now here's the thing. The closer I get to my Savior and pray, He gives me His strength to do things. He gives me the humblest of the servant way. You got the greatest servant way in you. It's better than you. So listen to this. I can be humble because the humble one is in me. I can get it right. Hallelujah. But I take me of myself, I take a walk. I look on Jesus. That's why it's a strong way in the Lord and in the power of His might. So the humble person does not depend on himself, he depends on God's strength. So what I know is here is the if I try to obey in the flesh, it's not going to work. But if I will go to God and say, give me the strength, Lord. Help me, Lord, to obey this instruction. Then His strength will come on you. And you do it. What are you learning? You're learning humbleness. You're learning obedience. You're learning to do things. Now, here, Lester, he is now 
Hvis jeg lov sagde, der som de stik af de bækken, det er ikke den bækken, det er det, hvad det er. Jeg vil sige, at det er sådan, at det er det, hvad det er, det er det, hvad You are about to eat the meat of the word. You will not weggaan from the petty word. The man's meat. You will not go to the steak. And the Lord is also a steak. Because what I'm telling you now is the, the part that gets you to the place of obedience to God. And what our obedience is a good one. It's the part that makes you effective. Because you start listening to God and you do it. You listen and you do it. You listen and you do it. It comes down to what one preacher told me. I pray and I obey. And his life changed fast. And I heard that in the church, I heard that I heard that God from me said, I do not want to do it. And then his life starts going fast, moving fast. The quickest way to bless me is that Al die goed wat ons van gepraat het. Obey. Hamelig is dat vir obey. Oh, oh. Het het jou omgekrap. Ek weet, het krap nie binnen die geest. Ek weet, ek praat nie van alle makkers. Paar dinge, ek as nie moet dit doen. Ek is moeilijk, maar ek weet nie moet ek dit doen. Hoe gaan ek dit doen? Wat kan ek doen? But let's tonight ask God to give us strength to obey. Is dit nie wat? That's the rewards of obedience. Understand now that God's...